every so often, we will witness a storm so powerful, so unimaginable, that it is credited as a once-in-a-century event or a once-in-a-lifetime event. It's therefore pretty special for it to be cast as a once-in-a-one-thousand-year event. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. How many once-in-a-millennium events should happen in that time frame? Immediately, I'd say one. But what if places all over were seeing events that, to them, were of this rarity? That would mean something bigger was afoot. But what? Let's find out first what happened on this day in weather history. Back on the July 8th episode of this podcast, I told you of when the city of Toronto was inundated with more rain than what it suffered decades earlier at the hands of an actual hurricane. If you missed that one, you can pick that up wherever you happen to be listening to us right now. Well, how about when Howard County, Maryland executive Alan Kittleman said that the city was flood prone, but the amount of flooding rain that would come from hurricanes paled in comparison to what happened in only two hours of rainfall on this one night. So how much fell? 15 and a quarter centimeters of rain fell. That also equates to 152 millimeters. Think of that, 152 millimeters that fell between the hours of 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. this day in weather history. That was the equivalent of a month of normal rainfall for this area, and it happened in only two hours. For that to happen, its approach must have been equally as stunning. Those affected said that they had no time to prepare. Within minutes of an alert, they were underwater. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. And just to dovetail from that, if I can, I'd like to remind you where you can catch this podcast. If you might be picking this up off our site or from within a story, you can look up or ask for This Day in Weather History, wherever you normally listen to your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, and now every day on yahoo.ca. Surveillance video from the scene showed cars being lifted and swept downriver. But those were not rivers, they were city streets. Sadly, two people died in this deluge. They were both in cars when the flooding hit. The power of the water's rush made it so that when their bodies were eventually recovered, they were on the Baltimore side of the river. That, coming from Howard County Police Chief Gary Gardner. Firefighters had a busy night, fetching people from the swift water racing down those same city streets. The same technique used in helping stranded people in fast-moving rivers and streams was now being implemented on Main Street in the city. In all, more than 170 cars were brutally damaged in the rapids, and of the 200 buildings in the downtown, five were destroyed, another 20 to 30 heavily damaged. Maryland Governor Larry Hogan declared a state of emergency in Howard County after surveying the damage, and what everyone saw afterward was likened to, quote, a war zone, or, quote, a set from a disaster movie. But that's not the end of this story. 
This massive rainfall that caused this devastating flash flood in Ellic City, Maryland, was just one example of what once was known as a rare one in 1,000 year occurrence. But they have been happening with unprecedented frequency in recent years, local meteorologists said. As a matter of fact, it was also said at the time that this was at least the ninth one in 1,000 year rain event across the United States since 2010 and the third in that year of 2016 alone. That makes it no longer a coincidence. What happened here on this day in weather history. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us if you would, please. It's on a five-star system and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there on the very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to, and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is July 31st, and it is one of those days that we as a nation will remember forever. It is a day that this many decades on still haunts some and is remembered by millions. We will be looking back at the 1987 Edmonton tornado tomorrow, July 31st, on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.